right, viewers, we're, we are live here on our uh, Friday uh, youth chat here. I have a special guest from Florida, a hot, hazy, and humid Florida state, uh, yeah. Joel uh, Jordan. I'm going to give him an opportunity to introduce himself in a minute, but we're two guys right here that just want to encourage you viewers. I've uh, got some questions for uh, Joel here. So today I'm just going to hope and pray that you're going to be blessed. You're going to be encouraged. And you're going to have uh, some takeaways that you can really learn and glean from us here, but also too from my uh, Jordan, or excuse me, from my uh, Joel. And uh, I just want to, I just want to thank Joel uh, here for uh, his willingness and his, uh, his time here on this uh, Friday. But I'm gonna, I don't want to do all the talking for the viewers here today. I want to introduce, I want to let Joel introduce himself, where he's from, and uh, let him, let him have the platform uh, right now before we dive into some questions uh, for you and for him. So go yeah. ahead, Joel. Yeah, um, well, you know, my name is Joel, um, and um, I've been in ministry for over 10 years now. I was a youth pastor for many years uh, at a church in Winter Garden just outside of Orlando for many years, and now I'm on staff at Elevation Church. Um, but specifically our Orlando campus um, and I'm on staff there and I oversee our family ministries and I oversee our outreach. So more, um, so not really in youth ministry anymore, um, but I oversee like more of our kids ministry and then our outreach as well. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Elevation church. We have 20 campuses um, pretty much all around the South, most of Southeast North Carolina, um, a lot, of, a lot of North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, mm. Florida, and then one in Toronto, Canada. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, pretty large church, <laughs> I would say. Um, and uh, I think we, I'm biased, but I think we have probably one of the best communicators um, and best leaders of our generation, Pastor Stephen Furtick. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I think we have one of the best worship bands, Elevation Worship. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, again, yeah. I'm, I may be a little bit biased <laughs> and stuff like that. But even with this, you know, obviously today's even conversation um, would be mainly come from, you know, obviously stuff that I've learned work on staff at Elevation um, and that I've learned through my other years of ministry, but not necessarily speaking on behalf of Pastor Stephen. Um, mm -hmm. And that this is exactly how he would say it or what say, but I could definitely give you some insight on probably mm -hmm. a couple of things that um, we try to teach our staff or try to a direction mm -hmm. we try to go stuff like that. Awesome. So that's a great, uh, that's a great segue. So viewers, Elevation Worship, I must say too, is, is some, uh, it's producing some great songs, great worship. So if, if you uh, have time uh, to even today or later this weekend or week coming week, search for Elevation Worship. YouTube it, Google it. You won't be uh, disappointed. Uh, they've got some great, uh, great songs that just, uh, you know, enter you into the presence of God. Uh, but that's a great segue uh, here about ministry. Uh, so the first question here, we're going to talk and let you viewers uh, here, uh, Joel's heart about, you know, what are you learning uh, during this time before we get into, uh, I think the next question we'll talk about is leadership uh, yeah. uh, too. But, you know, first and foremost is, you know, what do you want to share with the viewers here today? Of Like, what are you learning during this time? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would say a couple of things. I think first and foremost, um, more so than ever, I think maybe I'm learning this. Plus, I think we're all learning this at the same time is church was never about a building to begin with. Mm, church took yeah. place in people's hearts mm -hmm. um, and a community around them. Um, and I think we're definitely learning this as we're in this season. And most of us, like, we're not, we haven't been able to open our buildings. I don't know if you have 
or if anyone who, who watched this has been able to yet, um, but we haven't been able to, I guess you could say mass gather. Um, and in some aspects you could say the church closed, but I think the church never closed. Um, and it's like a perspective shift that the church, the church is the people, the church is inside people's hearts and how they live that out. Um, is supposed to be the embodiment of Christ on earth. Um, and that was never necessarily in a building. Um, and so the church, in my opinion, has never stopped. Um, just buildings have been closed. We've been deployed, if anything, um, which is kind of a cool aspect. I think it's perspective shift. Um, I think personally, I think, you know, I'm probably not saying anything that's revolutionary to, I don't know, like that, like someone's like, Oh my goodness, that's groundbreaking for me to hear. I think most of us are understanding that in this season right now. Um, right now i mean that's what i would say i mean and then even leadership what i've learned what i've learned in this season is at least in that aspect a couple twofold is um leadership's not always about proximity but about the access you give someone um and so like a lot of times we're like well the only way i could lead is being next to that someone we're not necessarily because right now most of our leading may be done right now like on a zoom or on Facebook or stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's about the access you give someone. Like, do you give them enough access to you? It doesn't necessarily mean you need to be within five feet all the time of them. One of the best leaders I know, we just now started living in the same state. Um, but for years, we never lived in the same state. But he always gave me access to him. So I, he, was mm -hmm. he was accessible. So if I texted him, he would text me back right away. Um, that's and cool. stuff like that and so that's what i think um we're learning now our hope i hope you're learning now is that it's about the access you give the people that you're leading your volunteers your other leaders your staff whatever it's about the access it's not necessarily mm -hmm. about being cl like close in proximity of them so that's uh that's a great uh, a great word right there and it just reminds me viewers of uh, of leadership um a uh, book that I've read uh, by John Maxwell. I can't think of the title right now, um, but he said in there that leadership is influence. And that's been like a, a motto of mine uh, as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about that more. I'm going to let Joel talk about leadership. And uh, you see his heart uh, here, uh, folks, uh, all about access to people. You know, he loves people. He loves ministry uh, in that. So if you're just tuning in, you just heard, uh, you know, what he's learned that, you know, churches haven't closed. You know, it's what we're learning uh, is what the Lord has already been doing in our hearts. Uh, so that's a great encouragement, right? That's a great word. But now we want to talk about uh, leadership and what uh, leadership is to uh, Joel. So go ahead. Thanks for uh, opening up with that. It's a great word right there. I, I really enjoyed that about access to people. That's so, uh, so um, awesome and key. But let's talk a little bit about leadership. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I mean, I could talk all day, so I may take up <laughs> too much of the time. Um, but even yesterday, I mean, I was on a phone call with a good friend of mine, mm -hmm. and uh, he, he was asking um, about just certain things. Um, like, I would say, at least at our church at Elevation, we have a, mm -hmm. a good culture of building up teams of volunteers. Mm, that's great um, and um and he wanted to know kind of how we do that and stuff like that and again it may be a little different every campus but we do get trained um i mean we have great leadership stuff like that but i think um 
one of the things I'm learning from one of our leaders is the reason why we're able to build up uh, volunteer teams. And we actually treat most of our volunteers, especially our leaders and volunteers like staff. Um, so if someone would come onto our campus, a lot of times you wouldn't know who's on staff and who's not. Um, mm -hmm. Which uh, besides the fact that our staff wears name tags, um, like you may be like, oh, I think so-and-so's on staff. And that doesn't bother me one bit. In fact, that shows me I'm doing my job correctly. Mm -hmm. um, if someone is so bought in and um, someone else thinks they're on staff because they have the knowledge and they have the willingness and they have the heart and they're just pushing, I love that more than anything. Um, and I want that. Um, so that shows me I'm doing my job. If someone, if someone looks at someone else and thinks they're on staff and they're just a volunteer then I've done my job correctly. Um, but I would say like two things, um, I guess I think are important in leadership. And if you have these two things that I think you can move a long way and you could even develop a volunteer culture like that staff culture like that, but, um, you need to be a champion of others first and foremost, and then you could be a challenger. Um, and what I mean by a champion of others is you need to be your staff or your volunteers biggest cheerleader. Um, and if you're that, then you can buy access to be able to challenge them. Uh, but without the cheerleader part, without the, I'm the champion of you, like I'm going to promote you. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to, even if it, like, even if it was my idea or if it was 50% my idea and 50% their idea and we ran with it, I'm going to, I'm going to tell everyone it was their idea. Um, and I'm going to promote how smart they were for coming up with it. If it's a success, it's their success. Um, and I'm going to talk about how great my team is. If it's a failure, I'm going to own um, that and that, hey, you know, I could do better as a leader. Um, so I'm going to promote them, champion them. And then because I'm championing them and because um, they believe I have the, their best interests in mind, then I could also be their biggest challenger um, to be like, hey, you know, you could do a little bit better in this area. Um, but it doesn't come out, it doesn't come out, come as harsh as it would, because I hope that I've won their, um, their access to their life because I've championed them forward because they know I have their best interests at heart at always. Um, I think that's huge in leadership in general. Um, and then just finding other ways. Um, I mean, I, and even right now in the season, I guess, so that's just in general, that's, I hope that helps someone. Um, but in this season specifically, I'll give you a little insight of something I learned the other day. Can I give you something fresh? Is, is yeah, that okay? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to uh, share. Just a, just a side note here, guys. I really enjoyed that right there. Uh, you know, you might feel like you're getting beat up right now, or, you know, you might feel you're on the verge of burning out. But what Joel just said, or yeah, what he just said is key right there is, champion champion others champion volunteers and being a cheerleader uh so you know hopefully that you know with jules words right there that you feel encouraged and that you feel blessed that you know that he's saying that he's for you right now you might not know him personally but he's championing you right now he's giving you encouragement uh in this season but let's just hear what he has on leadership that's fresh so oh, yeah. this is kind of fresh i mean Obviously, I'm in Orlando, um, and so my wife and I um, went on vacation last week. Um, and if you're a leader right now and you haven't been on vacation yet, you probably should do that <laughs> um, and take a mental break. That's a whole other side note. Um, but right now, I think this has been a whole different season that maybe um, physically we're not as tired as we normally are, but mentally I think um, a lot of us have been exhausted. And if we don't take time to get away from the noise, 
um, and refresh. Um, then we're going to go into our next season. And this is all side note. I haven't even got into but we had a guest speaker the other day and he, um, and he said how, how we handle what we didn't see coming right now is going to directly affect the next season we see. Um, and so I really think it's important for us as leaders in the church um, right now to take care of ourselves mentally. And so take a couple of days off, um, get away from everyone, turn off your phone um, and just sit with God. That's one of the side note. But um, why we're... That's, that's good. Make sure you do that right there. Take some time away and get refreshed. Yeah. And so that's why it was nice for me because when I did this, I was able to see things. I think when you get refreshed, you're able to see things that not everyone would see, but you saw it differently. Um, not to say that I'm the only person that does this. I think almost anyone watching this knows that um, when they're refreshed, when their mind is clear, when God has cleared their mind, he, he could speak to you clearly. You could see stuff a little yeah. bit more clearly. Um, and so just for example, my wife and I did more of a staycation. We went to Daytona Beach for a couple of days and then we came back to Orlando and actually stayed in a hotel at Orlando for a couple of days. Um, and we went to Disney because Disney was open. It was safe. We wore masks. You have to. Um, but one of the things that I did see at Disney, for example, well, one, it wasn't very crowded. Best experience I've ever had at Disney ever, um, which is amazing to say. Um, and the reason why I can say that is some of the things they couldn't do, like, for example, um, if you've ever been to Disney or stuff like that, or maybe you haven't, but one of the things that's very popular at Disney is being able to meet the characters, especially if you have kids stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, they want, people want to meet the characters. Well, right now, because of this season, that's physical contact that's getting too close. So they mm -hmm. shut that down. But what's interesting, they stopped doing that. But, be, but instead of saying, oh, well, we can't do that. So then all of it's gone. They're like, well, what can we do to give access again, to give access to what people actually do want? And mm -hmm. so what they did actually was they um, did more parades and that the characters mm -hmm. were actually out more than they normally would have been. So I actually saw more characters than I've ever seen before at Disney. Um, and that's when they shut something else down. Mm -hmm. But they saw as an opportunity, what's an experience that we give people that they wouldn't normally get? Yeah. And so like, um, and they'll probably never get again. So can we give them an experience that they'll probably never get because it's just the season that we're in right now. And so I thought as a leader, it's like, what in the church right now are we doing to give someone an experience that they may never get again, but it's so valuable and so important and so huge um, for people in the church that it's like, man, we may never be in homes like this again. We may go back to mass gatherings and it may be somewhat, whatever you could say, normal. Um, but what's an experience we could give our people and our churches right now that they will look back and be like, man, that was an experience that was unreal. That was like anything else. Um, and so I was just thinking about as leaders that I think that's a good question for us to ask as church leaders is how can we do that? What does that look like um, to give someone a different experience right now that they wouldn't normally be able to get? And it's not, um, again, you may not be able to mass gather, but what can you do? Um, and instead of saying, well, it's worse. Well, no, they, Disney didn't make it worse. They just gave something different. That doesn't mean worse or bad. Um, something different is something unique um, and something you can't get anywhere else. And they may never do that again. Um, and so I just thought that when I was at Disney and I was literally, I was at Disney Thursday. So I was at Disney a week ago and I saw that and I was like, man, that's so cool. Um, yeah. And I even took that back to our staff and we had a conversation about it. It's like, okay, 
are we, you know, in some areas, are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And if not, can we add this? Can we add an experience that they wouldn't normally be able to get anywhere else? And it's just because of this time. Um, so I, I just think that's a cool aspect of uh, maybe a question. I'm not answering it for everyone, but maybe they can fill in the blank for themselves. Yeah, that's um, a great, uh, a great word, great fresh word for you guys. Really just to uh, listen to his heart. And I think too, uh, well, as you're listening to this is, you know, I think the word, you know, is, is being refreshed, being renewed, you know, take some time away from the noise, like uh, Joel just said, and Joel just did with him and his wife to go to Disney, wherever you guys might feel refreshed, could be a beach, could be a lake, uh, cottage, uh, or wherever, get away and get refreshed and let the Lord, uh, let the Lord speak to you uh, as well. But I just like that word of what he got on leadership. And uh, so, so awesome. So thanks for us. Thanks for sharing that uh, with us and the viewers here. Yeah. And um, that's a great segue now as we go into here is uh, ministry, ministry moving forward. Yeah. Uh, You you might want to share that, how you guys are doing that as a staff or just in general, how do you see ministry uh, moving forward for maybe you guys or just in general? Um, I guess it's kind of hard, like, um, because we can think a lot about the future churches i don't think it's a bad thing i don't think i think as church leaders we should um back hey where is god taking this and stuff like that um the biggest thing our staff constantly tries to focus on is like hey we take care of today god will take care of tomorrow so like we want to do the best we can right now here today like what has god instructed us to do today i know he'll eventually take care of tomorrow it doesn't mean we don't plan it doesn't mean we don't strategize anything like that um, but I don't want to miss today and what God's telling me to do. Like what leaders God telling me to do today now moving forward as a church. Um, it's hard because I think even a lot of people have jumped to, um, to, Oh, now we need online campuses. Now we need stuff like this. Um, and, um, not necessarily, um, not necessarily, but I, I will say that I do like a shift a little bit myself of the church right now moving forward is to show the fact that like, again, um, church is anywhere you're at. It's not, it's never been in a building. And, um, if we, if we understand that concept and bring it back to whatever the next season of church is, whether it is mass gatherings again, um, that's important. I think what I'm seeing at least that's that people are responding to more. And I think they've always responded to this, but we should be more vocal about it is, obviously outreach missions stuff like that um is like that's huge like what is it like is your church invested in your community and can your people see that um and are, is it making a difference like i i love our church and i love our pastor because from the beginning um we were mission oriented in our church we were outreach oriented and um everything um every month every dollar that comes in before we pay a single employee at elevation before they pay us, um, 12% goes back into outreach. Um, and so our church tithes, um, on what comes in. Um, and so we're constantly trying to do outreach. In fact, even this next week, um, we have an entire week called love week. Um, it's just a week long, like with several events a day for people to serve our community. Um, in outreach. And so I think moving forward, and I'm sure a lot of these churches do that, but it's like, Hey, what are the most important, like, what are the, what are the more important things in church? And I think we're, we're getting that revealed to us right now of what people want. 
like they want community mm -hmm. they want to make a difference um and so it's like how can we not lose that lesson that we're learning right now and bring it into our next season um because i think that would be dangerous um, for the church to not learn the things that we're learning right now um, and not carry that into the next season. I think of the Israelites. Um, like even I said, we had a guest speaker the other day and he, he talked about this, um, you know, the surprise season. And I think about like, um, out of everyone who, you know, who went into the wilderness, only two ended up going to the promised land um, because it didn't really take, the the lessons that god was teaching them was like hey i'm gonna provide for you like he provides manna for them he provides for them in the wilderness and only two of them remembered that that when they scouted out of the land that he's like hey man god's provided this for us so god will definitely provide this for us and only two actually got to see the promised land um because they took what they learned in that season knowing that god is going to provide in the next and i just think that's important for us to know again i don't really know what our next season is going to be but i know he'll provide and so i want to I want to almost look back at his um, provision and know that God is going to come through, but I don't want to miss the lesson and not take it into the next season. If that makes any sense. That does make sense. Yeah. So viewers focus on hey, focus on today. Don't miss what God has for you in these lessons that you're so focused on the future. What's next. But I really like that. What he just said, focus on today and just, you know, have listening ears of what God is telling you today. Don't get ahead. Don't run ahead. But what, what he said, you know, those two people, uh, you know, that found the promised land because they were so, uh, so heaven minded that they focused on God and, and they learned through these lessons. So, folks, when you when you listen to this or when you are listening, to this, remember that there's lessons to be taught and there's lessons to be learned in our season. So don't miss out what God is trying to uh, show you. Uh, so that's, that, that's awesome, man. I like, I, I enjoyed that. Thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing that. Of course. But uh, anyway, here, as we uh, um, wrap up here, uh, here in a little while, we're going to have uh, Joel, we're going to have him let him share and then we're, he's going to pray for us as well. But I, I want him to give an opportunity because I believe we're talking about leadership. We're talking about, you know, what we're uh, learning uh, through this time, uh, you know, as, as he's on staff and uh, just feeling refreshed mentally, physically, emotionally. But also, too, I, I think he has a word for you viewers, whether you're a volunteer, a youth pastor, maybe a grandparent, aunt, uncle, uh, wherever you're at in life. I believe that uh, Joel here has a word for us that I want to give an opportunity that I want him to pray. Uh, for you guys uh, as well. So go ahead. Yeah, man, I may do twofold. I know this may be impromptu. I want to give you one more lesson I learned from my vacation. Again, I was refreshed. I was on the beach. And then I want to encourage everyone. Yeah, please um, do, man. Please uh, share what's on your heart. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just refreshed, man. I'm telling you. So go away if you're not, um, because yeah. I came back so refreshed. Me and my wife like um, good, good. are excited for this next season. But I was walking the beach the other day at Daytona. And I don't know if you guys have ever walked walk the beach or anything, but I saw a whole bunch of people, um, and I don't know much about fishing, but I saw a whole bunch of people with their fishing rods in the sand, and they had all this equipment to fish and everything like that. And I must have walked by 20, 25 people. And what I saw, um, a, a lot of those people had the equipment to catch the fish, but I didn't see one person with the equipment if they caught the fish. Okay, yeah. Um, and I thought that was very interesting, though, and it just hit me 
that a lot of our churches spend, um, and I feel like my church does a good job of, of this, um, but let's just say the Big C Church, that a lot of churches focus on um, mm -hmm. trying to catch the fish, but they didn't put anything in place that when they do catch the fish. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just like, yeah, it's good to have exciting things, but also like do the back end work of setting up things that when you do get mm -hmm. someone in, can you take care of them? Because I feel like that also is, I, I feel like that's lack of faith. I saw a whole bunch of people fishing and they had lack of faith because it almost seemed like they had no clue what, they didn't believe that they were going to catch anything. And so a lot of churches have faith to start something, but not the faith to, to keep it going. Mm -hmm. um, and so I don't, I don't want us to have that type of faith. Um, I think God is in the catching, but he's also in the retaining and keeping and being able to develop people. And so set, set up that stuff too. That's just as important. Um, if not more important. So that's just another lesson I learned on vacation. Awesome. But um, I would say like in this season, one, and this goes without saying, or maybe you just need to hear it today, mm -hmm. but every single person who's in ministry right now is learning something new and this is brand new. No one's ever gone through this before. So there's almost no experts and there's no manual to how to go through a season of a pandemic in ministry. And so with that being said, you're probably doing better than you think you are. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's easy to compare with like, well, look at they're doing, look what they're doing, but you're probably doing better because here's the thing and that no one may say this, but everyone is figuring this out as we go right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so no, I don't think anyone's an expert in this season, mm -hmm. um, but we're learning. And so like, you're probably doing a lot better if you're connecting with people if you're loving people and you're finding avenues to do that, um, then you're probably doing better than you think you are. Um, and so I hope that encourages someone today that if you're invested in people's lives, um, again, you may not be able to meet for coffee or maybe you can, um, but you can meet on Zoom. And again, if you're giving people access, if you're giving people access to you, stuff like that, you're probably doing better than you think you are. And, I, I, and I've seen that. I mean... And I would try to focus on those kind of things because um, right now I think it's easy to focus. Is, well, I can't see as much right now. Is God really working? Um, is he doing something? Is he not doing something? And I would try to, um, I would focus on victories that, I mean, not necessarily, I mean, it's like, what is God doing? Well, I mean, um, are people going out of their way to meet with people on Zoom or stuff like that? Well, that's a victory. Like, we should be celebrating that. as church. Like, Man, that's amazing. Um, it's like, man, are people giving more? Like, is our giving up? Why is our giving up? Like, that's amazing. Like, during this time right now, that's amazing. let's celebrate that. Um, and I think we get so, we get a mindset of, I need to see victories. And that's what, and a lot of times victories aren't always as obvious. Um, and so, like, you need to look for them a little bit deeper, but they're there right now in this season, probably for anyone's church that's watching this. Like, you have victories in your church. Um, to look for them, celebrate them, and be encouraged by them. Um, and so that you can go into the next season knowing that God's going to provide. So I, I, I hope that was encouraging. Um, that was encouraging. I just want to add something too uh, for you guys as well that he just said was, was great is the comparison game. And, uh, you know, I believe that's a plan of the enemy to try to compare in this season. So, you know, don't compare you know, because the Bible says, you know, the thief comes in to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, and one of those things that if you're listening to this is whether you're a youth pastor or a volunteer is that he wants to 
He wants you to compare and look down the street or, you know, look on the internet and look what they're doing. But again, I just want to reiterate what Joel just says, focus on today. You know, don't get lost in, in the numbers or, or whatever, but focus on whether you have one, whether you have 50 or a hundred, but, you know, focus on that, those particular youth that you have in your youth group, whether you're a youth pastor, young adult, or a volunteer, just focus on them. And you'll see, like you just said, you'll see the, uh, the victories, you know, like you just said, it's access to people. And I would encourage you as well as get on zoom calls, uh, be creative, however that may be for you, maybe write your youth, uh, or maybe a parent that's struggling, uh, maybe write them a letter, say, Hey, I'm for you. You know, uh, you know, I'm here in your corner. If you need anything, holler at me, give me a call. Uh, so yeah. I think that's, uh, so, uh, so key. So thanks uh, for these. Yeah, of course. Words. Yeah. Thanks for these. Can I give you just a couple yeah. of nuggets? I know we want to keep these shorter, but yeah. just yeah. A, and again, <laughs> um, I think sometimes, um, you said compare game, which I think is huge. Mm -hmm. Trying to see if this paused on me. Um, did it pause? It might. Oh, I'm still good. Okay. Yeah, I think I might be still good. Okay. Okay. Um, I think even this right now, and that's why I'm so thankful for you, Brian, like, I think what's important is not to get into compare game, but get into like, how can we learn hearts of other ministries? Like, and again, we may not be able to copy every mm -hmm. ministry and what they do, but mm -hmm. we can learn a heart of why they do what they do. And I think that is huge. And I think the more we do this, the more we like hear what other churches are doing, we could copy hearts. Like for example, even access, I could tell you as a kids ministry, there's been several times where I've actually driven to, and Orlando is a big city. If you've never been here, like we have people who drive an hour and a half to our campus. Um, okay. And so like I drove around the city for families who were connected and I dropped off gifts for them. I dropped off the kids' favorite snacks to them and stuff like that just to be mm -hmm. like, hey, I care about you. And it's just a little thing. And again, it didn't cost me much money except mm -hmm. for time. It took me about six hours to drive all across the city and all these different homes. Mm -hmm. But um, different things like that, I think are important. Like you said, like be creative, like find out, like how can I show them that they're cared about, they're valued, um, that I'm accessible, that I'm here for them, and I'm I'm gonna champion them. Like I'm a I'm a champion for them. I believe in them, and it could be anything. Um, but like that's just examples of stuff that we've done. Like we've dropped off gifts for people. Like we did Easter baskets for the kids. I've dropped I've dropped off birthday gifts for people. Um, like we did Mother's Day gifts. I've given Father's Day gifts. like stuff like that. Just be like, hey, I'm here for you, and I care about you. So I care about your favorite drink, and that may seem very little. Like. I love that you love, well, you know, we're not sponsored by rain, but, um, quick commercial break. Um, like, it's like, if that's your favorite drink, if you know that's one of your leaders or your volunteers favorite drink or your staff, buy it for them and drop it off at their house and put it on their doorstep with a note and just saying, thinking of you, love you, praying for you. Beautiful. I guarantee that little five minutes of your day will gain more access to that person because you gave access uh, to them. And um, in that way, you can challenge them more because now they know you're bought into them. Um, yeah. Because it's a little thing. So I love that. I love that you said that, like, get creative. Um, and again, that could look different in every context, mm -hmm. but it's a heart thing. Um, coming up with creative ways mm -hmm. to connect with people is a heart thing. Um, and I just think the more we do that, the more we're going to actually come out of this season very successful. Because mm -hmm. again, it's something that, we probably wouldn't have done that if we were meeting every Sunday. 
Yeah. And so true. what I don't want to lose is that I should probably go into the next season saying just because we're seeing people more doesn't mean I need to lose that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes any sense. And that's what I was talking about, like the lessons learned. Um, so I, I don't know if that gave someone any ideas, but yeah, I love that. Be creative. Um, don't compare, but by all means, jump on other zoom calls with churches. <laughs> um, Absolutely. like learn, ask them like, Hey, what are you doing? How can I like, I think that's awesome. And again, it, it doesn't matter size. We're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, like you said, whether you have one or you have hundred, um, if you have one, then God's entrusted you with one. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you doing for the one? Um, like, and if you have a hundred, God's entrusted you with a hundred. So what are you doing? Um, one of the things we always say is, um, is do for the one that you wish that you could do for the many. Um, and so like, I wish I could drop off gifts to everyone. Well, I, I probably can't hit everyone in our church, but who can I hit? Yeah. Um, and so I could do five families. I could do six families and I could drop them off real quick. So I hope that's helpful. Um, but I love that creativity. Just get creative, do something different. That helps. Uh, I'll be honest with you folks. That helps me out uh, quite a bit too, you know, being creative and, and uh, dropping things off at a doorstep to the youth, uh, you know, their favorite drink or their favorite candy bar. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, I was encouraged though. Uh, thank you for sharing that, man. That's great. And as we wrap up here, I'm going to let Joel, uh, I want to, I want to let him pray uh, for you guys and uh, whether you're um, a volunteer, a youth pastor, uh, or even a pastor, or maybe you're just, you know, a grandparent, uh, aunt and uncle that maybe just stumbled across this and wondering what these guys are talking about. We, <laughs> we love you. Hey, we love, we love you guys. We love you youth. We love you youth pastors. Uh, and I like, I just want to reiterate what Jules say. Hey, we're on the same team and, uh, we need each other, uh, you know, cause ministry, uh, can be very uh, lonely at times, uh, because we feel like there's a lot of pressure. Uh, but again, I want to reiterate something you just said. If you're, if you haven't taken a vacation yet, uh, get refreshed, get renewed, because you can just uh, hear uh, Joel's passion, his heart. He feels refreshed. He feels renewed, and him and his wife uh, can't wait uh, for this season uh, or this next season uh, as they step into it of just the ideas that they have of going to the beach, uh, going to Disney uh, Land or no Disney World, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, take that opportunity. Uh, that you have and, and don't miss. And I really just want to re- re- reiterate, you know, the word I believe that the Lord has given us today is, you know, access, you know, access in the people's hearts, you know, love them where they're at. And as I said before, you know, I don't want to be a broken record for you folks, but be, hey, be creative, however that may be. Hey, you know, energy drink. And we did, we, before we were uh, recorded this, you know, hey, maybe you, you love, love sports, get on the golf course. Uh, with your yeah. maybe your staff or maybe a, a youth uh, and, and chat and get to know them a little bit more and build the, build the relationship, break down those walls and bridges, you know. Um, but anyway, I, I've done a lot of talking here as well, but I want to let uh, Joel here pray for us here. Yeah. And uh, again, I just, uh, you know, Joel has a great heart here for ministry, but also a great heart. You just saw a little bit of a tidbit uh, of his leadership and I'm just, I'm just blessed. I'm encouraged as well to take what we've talked about to uh, apply it to the church, but also to, to our youth group. Um, so again, I just want to say thanks, Joel, uh, for, uh, you know, speaking truth uh, to the viewers. 
and uh, your leadership. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. let's pray, man. Pray for us. Yeah. Well, Brian, thank you. Thank you for championing others. Um, yeah. It's helpful. And I, I hope you know that, that you're helping people, I believe. Um, and I love that heart mm -hmm. of, of helping people. So thank you. I, I've watched your other videos as well, and they've been helpful. I mean, I'm oh. learning. And I think we should all learn from each other. And been helpful. Yeah, man. I love that heart of collaboration that we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. Let's see if we could help each other. So I, I see that heart in you. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for that. I'm even thankful that you would even um, like reach out to me and say, hey, I would love to jump on a Zoom call with you. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say, everyone do that more. And if you need Brian's information or my information, I'm sure we could put that in the window or whatever, like whether it's my phone, my personal phone number, my email my instagram account i don't know if i'm worth a follow but <laughs> all that kind of stuff like both of ours we can put that in there um yeah. but let me pray for you yeah uh, hopefully this was encouraging i i really do appreciate the conversation mm -hmm. we're, we're so thankful mm -hmm. for everyone who might watch this video every church leader every volunteer every person who feels um not just staff members staff members just have a position but we're if we're in the church world if we're a, a follower of you jesus then we're we're called to ministry um, and so, God, this is just an awesome conversation to have about leadership and about getting refreshed. And, and so all of us who are called to ministry, and again, not a position on a staff, but anyone who's a follower of you is called to ministry. God, I hope and pray that you refresh us during this season, that uh, during a season where we're all trying to figure it out and can be mentally exhausted. God, I, I pray that we find our refreshment in you and not in other things, um, and that we could begin to then get excited about what you're doing right now, that we could be able to see clearly the victories that we have seen and be able to know that you're going to take care of this season and you're going to take care of the next because we've been refreshed. Our eyes have been renewed to see what you are doing, God, right now. And to get excited, to not be weary in this season, but to actually be excited that we know that you're doing something and that you're alive and you're active um, right now, here, right now. And God, just give us the strength to take care of today and give us the faith to trust in you for tomorrow. Um, and we pray this all in your name. Amen. All right, folks. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in and hearing our hearts as uh, guys here for ministry, for leadership. And until next time, maybe we'll have uh, Joel jump on another Zoom call <laughs> in this next season here. Uh, so until next time, hey, have, yourself a great, uh, have yourself a great rest of the day, everybody. Uh, God bless you all. Hey, we love you and we're champion for you in Jesus name. Amen.